The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Grosser, the boss man. John, how do I look? Dark? Yeah, you do. Don't I? A little dark and stormy, to be honest. Uh, let me tell you something. The sun got a little vitamin D. Mm-hmm. I'm a little refreshed now. You look refreshed. Well, I almost didn't come back from Hawaii. I'll be honest. With you. I didn't. I I honestly didn't think you were coming back. I was. Uh, did Why I not, did you? Did I didn't? Did I not send you some pics? Like I said, I yeah, would? you did. I got jealous. But you know what? I I had to work hard to send you those pics because when I'm out there, yeah, I don't want to be involved with anything else. No, you know, like I. I was engaged with Hawaii. Me and Hawaii were one. Mm -hmm. But I fought through that. Had to send you a couple pics. How about that shrimp truck that I that I sent? That looked bomb. Was it bomb? Oh, it was great. But I will say, I didn't know. I didn't realize that you have to peel like the the shells off the heads of the the. Oh yeah, you know the shrimp. That's how that's how real they were. Oh, because they're just fresh out the water. Yeah. So. But I was biting them. I was eating them one by one. I was like, mm. "These are kind of tough to eat." They're like you have to open the shell. Open so the you shells. You digested off. some. I think so. I feel fine. But okay. yeah, I did. It took me a while to figure that part out. Though. Okay. But that, I mean, that's how authentic I am now. Yeah. But the, oh, those were delicious. I'll tell you that right now. It's like fingernails. You don't want to eat a fingernail. Exactly. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. It was bomb though. Uh, it was packed. Took like freaking forty-five minutes at that shrimp truck. I guess it's a very famous one. Oh, uh, Hawaii, John. What are you? So you're, are you able to kind of leave the phone in the hotel room? What What are you doing when other people are like just laying there tanning? What am I doing? Yeah. Well, I was also doing that. Okay. You don't think that I can lay there and tan? I don't know. When I was, what did I do? Okay. I had my phone in like a bag, okay. you know, like I was carrying around a bag. I had my phone in there, my wallet, my keys. Well, actually keys were in the. Uh, hotel because I don't need them, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking everywhere. Uh, yeah, phone was away. I was okay. trying to snap as many pics as I could just for the memories, mm -hmm. you know. Why take your, why go on a vacation and not save something for yes. the future reference? You know what I mean? It's nice to be able to look back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, just walking around the beach is right out there. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. The water. Ugh. Great water. Blue. You know, just blue. Not that dirty, green-looking water okay. that they have. This is like a nice light blue. Okay. It it felt like Hawaii. And you know why, John? Because it was Hawaii. Wow. Was it warm? It was a great weather. I was a little nervous because the first time I went to Hawaii, it was a little bit dark. A little stormy. little, you know, the, the rain. little tropical storms, mm -hmm. you know, some mm -hmm. might say. And I was nervous about that, but we get there. We're talking 75, 78, sunny. Beautiful. John. It was Absolutely good stuff. And you know what? I wish you would have, you would have been there. Yeah. Because I, I feel like you would like it. You think so? 
Yeah, because just walking outside and just being with the locals and then, you know, <laughs> grabbing a little sushi out there on the old oh, street. You know, did stuff you? Stuff like that. Yeah, just yeah, like all okay. the good stuff. You drink a Kona? No, I didn't. Maybe I did. Well, you inspired me. I'm drinking this. Uh, co- it's not Kona. It's like Kiwana or something. Coffee. Oh. oh. Have you seen that stuff? No, I haven't. It's nice. It's a Hawaiian blend. Well, okay. I got a little jealous. You know me. Yeah. I stayed at the NBC Suites, John. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm a, I'm a diehard <laughs> NBC Suites guy now. Diehard. Not bed and breakfast, but the breakfast uh, buffet. Mm. Holy shit. Free, John. It was free. Really? And let me tell you something else. They got a happy hour over there at the NBC Suites from 5 to 7. They give you free drink tickets. You just black out for two hours. You get two hours to black out. I was crushing my ties like this, John. (laughs) My ties like this. There's nothing better than a happy hour on vacation. Because happy hour when you're not on vacation is just kind of a trap. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, cool, kind of cheap drinks, and now now I've got to keep drinking, and it's going to cost me a ton of money. Exactly. On vacation, you're already going to keep drinking. Right. It's already budgeted. Yep. You so bu- you're just you're just clear saving money. I totally thought the same exact thing. That's awesome. They got what you call ABC stores out there in Hawaii. I don't okay. know if you've heard of it. Alcohol, beer. Is that what that stands for? I don't know. I have no idea. But I will say that it's basically like the 7-Eleven of okay. Hawaii. Dude, the food in there is incredible. They got those. Uh, do they still have those things? To like the big, like big taquitos at Seven Eleven, the big I, fat the, ones, those rollers. Yeah, what are those called? And I don't know. They're just spinning on that thing. They're so good. Gosh, though. they're so good. It, they didn't have stuff like it was actually real food. Like oh, like they make sandwiches for you. They make like uh, chicken katsu, like stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, my friend, it was unbelievable. We gotta go next sale by Southwest that I see. I'm in. Email. I'm sending it right to you, okay. forwarding it, and we're pulling trig. Okay. I'm telling you. Did you miss How, me while I was gone? I did miss you. Well, right. well, I did miss you. The show missed you. Yeah. You, you went on without me? No. Oh. And nothing to do last Tuesday. That's true. It's Boring. true. Well, uh, what have you been doing? Oh, go ahead. What I, you I missed say? you. Well, uh, you were on, we were on Tsunami Watch here in Long Beach. How did, that you would have been more scared, I would have thought. You know what? In Hawaii. We're... Was it you that texted me saying, how are you guys doing? Somebody texted me. I didn't text you. Yeah, I figured. I only texted you about, because sometimes you would go like eight hours without showing me a drink. Yeah. And I was like, I had to check in on you, make sure. I was doing okay. Okay. It just was, you know, if sometimes I was in the pool, I don't have a waterproof phone, so Mm -hmm. I got to, I got to leave it. So I'm in the, in the pool for three hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then I go to my phone. No, John, look, I am drinking still. What did a normal day look like? You wake up, go to the pool, then go to the beach, or vice versa? Or is it one day at the beach, one day at the pool? Switched it up a little bit, I will say. Usually got up around, you know, 6.37 a.m. Whoa. Well, as you know, it's time change. Okay. We are the number one time podcast. Oh, so over there it's a little... So around like 9 a.m. here, that's 7 a.m. in Hawaii. Well, where is it? Where our guest today... Our guest is in Kansas City. That's actually a good point. We got Jake Hardy on the show. Great dude. We'll, should we tease it a little bit later? Well, yeah, sure. But I'm just saying, I mean, his his 
noon is your 5 a.m. over there or something That's crazy. True. Well, it's two hours ahead, right, KC? Yeah. So from us. From us. So his so noon four. is your is your 7 a.m. No. Eleven. Four hours? Four. Hmm. Right? He's two ahead of us, and Hawaii's three behind us. No, no two hours. Oh, two. Two hours behind. Okay, okay. So it's not it would be seven at eleven. Where were you on the big island? Uh <laughs> I was on uh I still don't know. Uh I, I yeah. still don't know. So you went and you still don't know. I'm on, I was on Oahu. Oh, you went Oahu. That's not the big island. No, that's not the big island. It's the capital though. Honolulu. Oh, Honolulu is on Oahu? That's the same. Honolulu and Oahu are the same? And you know what's crazy? What? There's no way. Well, I think Oahu is the island. Honolulu is the city, I believe, in the island. On the island. On the island. And then you got yourself Waikiki, which is where we were. That's a beach. Yeah, that's where we were. Waikiki Beach. Did I not hit North Shore, though, a little bit? Oh, so you you got the whole thing? Oh, I was all over the place. I was Mm. all over the place, John. Uh, yeah. What did we do? You know, we get up, go hit the breakfast, have a nice sure. little omelet. They yeah. were they were making the whole nine, John. Omelet, cereal. They had a coffee. guy back there making them. Oh, this order. guy oh. was incredible. Like, I wonder if that was his one job at the hotel. Oh, once you get to the omelet station, that's it. Do you think that that guy also does other jobs at the hotel? Or do you think he's the omelet station guy and that's what he does there? I think he's the omelet guy. I think I think he makes omelets for two to three hours in the morning, then goes into the office, makes sure he orders food for omelets for the next day. Right. Cuts up maybe some onions. Oh, prep. Prep prep work, and then I think he goes home. Okay. Gets, gets there, does it all over. Yeah. I respect that. Uh, that we do that. Or maybe he gets there early. Maybe the omelet's the end of the show for him. The big production, That's you true. might say. Maybe he's in there at 4 a.m. Could be. Could yeah. be. Uh, then we go, you know, some days we'll hit the beach, John, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. walk to the beach, then you get a little lunch, then you come back, you know, ice those sunburns a little bit, and mm-hmm. then you hit the pool. Oh. Then happy hour, something like that. Yeah. And then you hit dinner. I, I'm telling you. Some good restaurants out there, no? I was on Hawaii time, John. Oh, boy. The restaurants were great. They really were. Sushi, shrimp, a lot of seafood. It was a lot of she- seafood. I had a little bit of a Mexican food. Uh, a couple tacos okay. is what I had. Uh, great, though. Just incredible. Any mahi-mahi? I didn't have anything like that. Okay. But I did have a little, what is it called? Poke. Oh, yeah. I like poke. Oh, man, it was good. Little, I forget what sauce, ponzu sauce, is that what it's called? Okay. I don't know, but I'm telling you, you got to go. Five we'll days. It. Was it five days? Five days. Friday to Tuesday? Mm-hmm. That's a good mix. It's all I really wanted. Yeah. And I got to the point, people are saying, oh, you got to go for like a week. Yeah, but like how many days in a row can I black out on happy hour? I'd say I'd say 400 is your limit. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I'm telling you, we get to, you get today like four and I, how many more Mai Tais can I have? That's true. Because I have, what, 12 a day? What is a Mai Tai? It's pineapple juice. Got to be a little rum in there, I'm thinking. Okay. Uh-huh. Pineapple liqueur, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was delicious. Uh, that's all I know. That's great. Rum punch was another one I had. It was good stuff, John. I like that. Uh, what did you do while I was gone? Anything cool? Well, went to Chili's last Saturday. 
Yeah, why did you go? <laughs> Just be oh, do you have the gift card? Yeah, because my parents gave us a gift card and let me tell you something. I've never had a better margarita in my life. You know what? The best margarita. They do. It's they really so, do. It was so spot on. It was literally just perfect. Did I not tell you when you said that you got a Chili's gift card? Did I not tell you I love Chili's? It's great. I think that's the first time I've ever been. No way. Yeah. Not a big Chili's guy, but if you give me a gift card to a place, you know I'm going to go. Great chips and salsa. Did you oh. get the bottomless? Uh, Yep. Got Rookie mistake, though. Filled up on chips. Yeah, so well... Got the second order. I didn't need the second order. Who, who are we if we're not filling up on chips? Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Like yeah. that, we wouldn't be. That's part us of our anymore. charm. Yeah. Uh, went with the smokehouse combo. It's just incredible. What? What is that? Had a little the brisket quesadilla. Had some chicken tenders. Had some uh, jalapeno sausage bites. Had some fries. God, I want to go the so whole bad to chili. Did. Did you use the whole gift card or is oh. there money left? Oh, it was long. Good. It, was, it was gone. Good. Let's put it this way. I was there for three hours and it was it was gone after the first 30 minutes. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah. You can't go to Chili's half-assing it. If you got a gift card, we're spending the whole gift card. Oh. If we go over, we go over. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like in the past when I've gotten gift cards like that, maybe I'll go whatever if I'm near a Chili's on a Tuesday. No, maybe it's a big Saturday night this time because you want to do it right. I I, I respect that. <laughs> you sent the text into our little group. You said Chili's is going off our RN. Oh, yeah. You were there when you sent that. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I thought just I thought maybe you were just saying Chili's is going off. And I'm like, yeah, probably. Well, now I, now I know. It's a little <laughs> bit of a 49ers bar in there. Let me tell you. Really? Oh, yeah. I was surprised. You know, Packers, they travel well. A right. lot of fans are Ramley Packers fans. Oh, no. From from I watched the entire game there at Chili's. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, had to, I had to request to move spots because the first TV, they couldn't change the channel. Why not? Uh, they, it was one of those chive TVs? No, it was, it was just like stuck on CNN or something. Why did they couldn't they couldn't figure it out? Two different people couldn't figure it out. I've always said that they need me to, I'll take a, just a universal remote. I have it on my phone. Everybody can text me, switch this to this, this to this. And I'm just doing it from my house. Oh, I could, it'd be a good little, that'd be a good gig for me. That's a good gig for you. It's like, I know, annoying, but I, but that's what I'm best at. Oh yeah. It's like, what game should be on the TV right now? What's Mm. most important. Mm -hmm. All right. Sunday. uh, Let's get the farmer's insurance open over there on this TV. Let's get this. Bengals Titans over here and then let's get this something else mm-hmm. you know uh but yeah the 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 49er fans were were there as you know it was a great weekend of sports you might not know that let me tell you something <laughs> it was one of the greatest uh you know playoff weekends of NFL divisional <laughs> that we've ever seen close games Paul and let me tell you something the Chili's fans were happy I was I didn't really care who won that game personally, but you had to you had to just be be a part of the moment there at Chili's and, and root for the team that everyone else was rooting for. As everybody knows, probably all of our listeners know at least, you are one of the biggest Rams fans in the city of Long Beach. Oh. What how are we feeling about this coming Sunday? Championship Sunday. Overly confident. Are you? 
I think we look incredible. You th- and I think we just have like I, I'm not that impressed with the 49ers. Okay. Even though even though the 49ers have beat the Rams six times in a row or something like that. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother there at all. Okay. Does it bother you? Well, what do we always say? Once fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me three times. What is it? What about six times though? I just. Or what is it? Once is a. T- I just think we're no. We're a playoff team here, Paul. Three times is a trend. Four times is what you know. Like when was the last time we played them in the playoffs? It ain't been happened. a while. I it's think. been a while. Been a while. We're a playoff team. All right. Okay. I respect that. I think we might run into this one, Paul. I really do. All right. All right. I really do. Speaking of playoffs, actually. Uh, our good friend Jay Cardi, who's going to be on our show, should we? We should probably toss it to him soon, eh? You want to do it right now? Yeah, let's let's give it over to him. I'm pretty sure he was at that Chiefs Bills game. I really want to know how it went. Like that's, it was electric. There was like twenty eight. Like the greatest game ever. It was like twenty eight points scored. Was that like the greatest game minutes. ever? Could be. He's going to be on a high. He has to be. Yeah. Uh, what do we have? What do we have him on for? <laughs> oh. We'll tell you on well. Are we? Al- <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's all I'll say. <laughs> are we? Are we the? Are we the biggest wipeout show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I which hey, we got a lot of niches, don't we? Yeah. But I'm pretty sure we are the biggest wipeout show, wipeout podcast in the United States. I think so too. I saw he's on wipeout. I was like, oh, we got to talk to him. I mean, we've, this is the second time we've had somebody on wipeout. That's NBC, three guests. NBC now. needs to hire us just to be their wipeout interviewers. I'm I'm thousand percent in because I get fired up every time. Well, they got that. What they got that hot model that's married to Gronk as their sideline reporter. Or whatever, oh, really? Right? What's her name? Camille something. Camille Costick or something like that. Okay. She's their sideline reporter. Why? Why can't that be us? And we're kind of hot. Yeah, we are. You've been losing a little weight. Look at you. You think so? Yeah, I. You know what? I do actually. You brought me over a nice little IPA, uh, though, hey, huh? We'll pop that open did, later. Did you see the IPAs at your house? Is that what brought it, yep. brought it upon? Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? What do I have? Okay, there's two IPAs left. They're not mine. I have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring them over. That's And that's what I did. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Let's toss it over to Jay Cardi. We've had him on before. Second time now. He's the... Uh, he's still he's still the world's greatest paper airplane thrower. Yeah. Is that, that title has not title been, re- I don't think, we'll ask him. I don't think right, that we'll title has been rebuked. World's greatest paper airplane thrower. thrower. Yeah. And future wipeout contestant, mm-hmm. Jake Hardy. Wow. This is a nice boat. Over Zoom. First time ever here for us, eh, John? Over Zoom, we got our great friend, former guest, Jake Hardy. Jake, tell us the title that you have first that you hold, the world's longest yeah. airplane thrower, right? I can't claim the world's longest ever, but the reigning world champion. So the Red Bull Paper Wings world champion. World champ. That's right. Our yes. That's uh, right. Long Beach is world champ. That's true. Yes. And then all of a sudden we get the news that you're going on wipeout. Like, are you the I most, am. like, are you, I don't know, the greatest athlete of all time? Definitely not. That is not me, but uh, some say that. <laughs> well, all right, let's break break this down. First of all, before we get into wipeout, are you still 
are you going to defend your, your title and when do you defend your – I shouldn't even ask Gail. I know you are. When are you defending yeah. your title? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. It, it's it, Maybe in 2023 when the world – I mean, I feel like the world's opened back up now. But who knows? It's usually every three or four years, and I haven't heard any, anything of it yet, so I'm guessing next summer in 2023. Okay. Um, but definitely going to give it a shot and try and defend it. Is it always in the same spot? As far as I know, the world finals are always in Austria, yeah. Because yeah. that's where Red Bull's headquarters are. That's right, that's right. Do you think the world yeah. is scared of you a little bit? Maybe that's why they haven't hit you up? Intimidated. I yeah. know they are. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. I wouldn't want to if I was if I was in the competition, I wouldn't want to see you again. How, how often do you train? Oh. Every single day, three hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I've maybe thrown five paper airplanes since 2019, and three of them were probably <laughs> with you guys on the podcast. Yeah, that was, that was fun. <laughs> uh, you're in Kansas City right now. I'm in Kansas City for work training. Yeah, we got work out here, so I work for Fellowship Christian Athletes, and our world headquarters are out here. Oh, uh, so I'm out here. Yeah, we have training Monday through Friday this week, but me and a buddy actually flew out early to catch a Chiefs game, and it was electric. Yeah, I mean, you are – you might be the most interesting person that I know. Uh, I couldn't believe – like, first off, being a world champion paper airplane, that was incredible. Uh, going on wipeouts, incredible. And then all of a sudden I see on Instagram, and you're freaking at the Chiefs-Bills game just watching the game. I couldn't believe it. The most epic game I've ever seen, and you were there. Yeah, game was insane. Game was nuts, but I think an even more crazy thing out here is how nice the people are. Me and a buddy were walking through the tailgates, didn't know nobody. Actually, our Uber driver literally called up his cousin who was tailgating and said, hey, do you have room for two guys I'm driving to the game? And they said, come tailgate with us. So no way. If that's not like mid Middle Eastern or Southern hospitality, I don't know what is. Or Midwestern, I should say, not Middle Eastern, Midwestern. <laughs> Not you in the Midwest. I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to see Middle Eastern hospitality. <laughs> yeah. How is the barbecue out there, Casey? Or how is the barbecue? Casey barbecue? Barbecue is, it's pretty dang good. It's unreal. Yeah, we went to, uh, so Saturday we went into downtown, just cruised around. We went to like two barbecues. One was called, one was called Jack Stack. Pretty good. They had these smoked wings. Usually, I'm a big buffalo wing guy. But they just had these regular smoked chicken wings, and they were unreal. But then went went to another barbecue at night to watch the games, and they had this brisket that was Ooh. another level. God, I would do anything. Oh, like that, sounds, that sounds great. Yeah. Did, did you yeah. I always wonder this? Like, at the game, when you were at the game, could you were people talking about how this was like one of the greatest games ever in a, in the playoffs? You know the funny thing. After the fact, yes. Because the funny thing is when – so we were in nosebleeds, of course. Couldn't break the bank to go to the game. But we were in nosebleeds. And when the Bills scored the go-ahead touchdown with like 13 seconds to go, Chiefs fans were just flooding out of the stadium. No way. And we're literally, we're literally like one of the top rows on the aisle, like the edge of the stadium. So we see like Chiefs fans trying to get back in the stadium. And they're locked out to see – to miss them, tie the game, and then win it. Wow. <laughs> but after, for sure, everybody was like hands down one of the best – Possibly the best playoff game ever. I can't say it's the best football game I've ever seen in person, though, because I was there, what was it, 2018, 2019, when the the Chiefs and Rams, it's like 51, 54 oh, at the Coliseum. You're at that game? Yeah, that was that was a shootout. That was insane. I was, it was like 50-something, 50 50-something, 50 right? Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. 
Oh, you're a Chiefs fan, right? You're a big Chiefs fan? I am absolutely not a Chiefs fan. Oh, you're not? So shout, shout out Brett Harper. I oh, he's hit a him up. Fan. He is. And I said, you know what? I want to go just have fun with the crowd. So borrowed a Chiefs jersey and was a Chiefs fan for the day. Okay. That's kind of I like that. That's yeah. What, yeah. What were, what but, that? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say realistically, I was trying to hide my, my Chiefs jersey in the parking lot because I was looking for Bill's Mafia. To yeah. try and smash some tables with them, but the, B- Bills Mafia didn't show up too much in the parking lot. Honestly, I was kind of let down. Really? Maybe they got. Yeah. Uh, maybe they didn't let them in because of how electric they are. May, who possibly? <laughs> maybe, maybe the Bills Mafia got a little more of the Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, that is it. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's yeah. get to uh, let's get to the real reason you're on here. You're. So you're on. You're gonna be on wipeout. You're on. Is it today? It's today. Yeah. I, I, let's see. In just under an hour. Yeah. Oh wow. We got the. We got the timely interview. So this is gonna come out tomorrow. So when you're listening to it right now, it's gonna be out. So you could probably like watch it on what the TNT app or something or TBS app or something. Well, like that. Most likely, yeah. I honestly don't even know too much. They just sent me a few clips to post, and that was it. Okay. On TBS, I'm sure you'll be able to rewatch it or something for sure. Are you gonna Are you gonna watch it tonight live? Even though you, uh, I'm assuming you know what happens. You You know, I don't. I don't know. I was gonna have like a little get together because originally, it was supposed to air in like two weeks, and then like last week they said they switched the date, and I'm we might go to Top Golf here in a bit, so I might not watch it. Who knows? But you, I'm sorry. Go yes, ahead. go for it. I was gonna say, how did you get on? You know, I don't even know. Everybody asked that. Like, they called me, like, one of the casting producers called me and said, hey, like, we, like, do you want to interview for Wipeout? I'm like, sure. And I honestly thought it was, like, some scam at first. I'm assuming it was from the Paper Wings thing because I've gotten a few phone calls for different game shows to be on through that. Uh, but I honestly, casting producer just called and then went through the interview process. Oh, so you didn't even, you didn't even reach out to them? No. No, they called. So actually, the, the episode was filmed in October of 2020, over a year ago, like a year and a half ago. Um, yeah. But then they, they called me like six months before that, probably even. And it was a long process, so but did not reach out to them at all. Has this been a secret? Like you, like you were, or did like you tell people, but not just like not publicly yet? Yeah, so I told like a few close friends and family, but they're like, since it's on national TV, like you can't spoil it. Like you're not supposed to tell anybody. And then like, I think yesterday or the day before they sent the email that, Hey, like here's some pictures posted on our social media. You can announce it now. Pretty fucked up that the shoot your shot boys didn't make the close friends list. Don't yeah. you think? <laughs> we should have yeah, known that. that. I knew I was getting thrown under the bus for that. <laughs> you guys, you guys' podcast is so bet so big. I knew if I told you guys it would go national, probably worldwide even. So I couldn't like let the cat out of the bag too a good, early. That's a good point. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Are you allowed to tell us if you want, or do we even want to know? No, we don't, I don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want to know. Never mind, never mind. I got wrecked, I'll tell you that. Every, <laughs> everybody gets wrecked on it. I'll, just be prepared to see some throw up, possibly from your boy. Oh, did, shit. Did it hurt? Did it, it really hurt bad? No, it, it didn't hurt. I'm out of shape. I was absolutely out of shape, and I was gassed. And uh, they, uh, we filmed, yeah, I think we filmed in October. So it was super cold. It's out in like the valley. I like got off the 14. Um, we get there like 5 a.m. It's still dark. It's literally like almost freezing. It's like 35 degrees. 
And so we're in wetsuits and it's a whole or, like full all day thing. We didn't get out until like five or 6 PM. And so we're in wetsuits, like super cold. And then we're getting ready to go. Sun comes out. So it heats up a little bit, but the wetsuits are so thick. Me being diabetic, thinking about my blood sugar, I eat like a half a bag of Skittles to keep my blood sugar up. And of course that's what I yacked. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, dude. Brutal. So, wait, so, it was, it was, yes, sir. Go. So, sh- go through the process with us. So you, you get there and you, one episode is literally you all day. Like all day. day. So, so yeah, one episode. So there's three rounds. Uh, they, they film the first two rounds the first day. And then if you make it to the third round, uh, you come back another day and film at, but that's nuts. Cause like the first two rounds I filmed during the day. And then you'll see tonight, like the, the third round is at night and you come back and film that at literally like two in the morning. Like I'll, I'll spill the beans to you guys. We got eliminated after the second round, but I was talking to some people who made it to the finals and they said literally like the course was freezing over because it was so cold. Like there was ice on the obstacles. Holy shit. Jeez. Yeah. That's nuts. Crazy. What was the hardest part you think? Uh, first round, hundred percent. The first round, they, they wreck everybody Those like, big balls. on purpose, big balls. I didn't, yeah, I didn't make it across them, but those didn't wreck. But you'll see just like other obstacles, like they set up the obstacles to fail. And after the first round, so there was 10 groups. This one is your, your partners this season. And uh, you're not allowed to watch the other teams do their run. And so you're in like a holding room and like the first three or four teams come in. I'm like, dude, these people are so soft. Like they look like they just got waxed, like they're dead. Yeah. And I go out there, I'm throwing up after him. Like, this is <laughs> brutal. <laughs> and they say that after the first round, like they send everybody who, home who gets eliminated. And then uh, after they send us out to the second round, they're like, that, that's like, we're done beating you up. Like all the surprises are done. That's just for the show. Now it's like more of an actual obstacle course you can do. Damn. Jeez. Yeah, did, it was nuts. Did you meet John Cena? I didn't. So he, oh. so him and what? Who is it? Nicole Byer, I think. Nicole yeah, Byer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the only the host for the finals. Um, Camille Kostek, Gronk's girlfriend, was our host yeah. during the day. Yeah. How Honestly, she- didn't even know who she was. I had to Google it once we got there. <laughs> really? Yeah, I had no clue. But it's pretty funny. You'll see it when I'm throwing up. She's like, I kind of get her to dry heap because she's trying to stand there interview, interviewing me and I'm sitting there throwing up in the trash can. <laughs> wow, dude, that's, <laughs> awesome. that's so tight. Pretty good. Pretty uh, funny. Pretty comedy. Felt miserable, but it was funny. What's the next game show you think you're going to do? That's a great question. I don't know. I haven't gotten any, honestly, I haven't gotten any calls since then. Um, there was another, before Wipeout, I got a game show from, uh, or a call from the game show. What is it? I think to tell the truth, it was like a, it's an old school game show um that they just brought back out i went through the interview process with that and they said didn't make the first season but they'll keep me on on uh file for the next season so who knows who knows it's all just random when when people call so do you check a box some like at the red bull thing just said like i'm game for anything you know honestly i mean like it's not even through red bull like i just so like once i won they said hey post something on your like your social media. So if, when people search your name, they'll know it's your profile. So I've always just kept that up on my Instagram profile. Um, and really Red Bull hasn't even set anything up. It's just kind of news outlets that find and then pass it on, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I guess I'm, my question was more of like, what's your next, uh, adventure, but yeah, adventure. What's your next adventure you think? 
whatever comes, I don't know. You guys have seen, people know, whatever. I do the most random things, and I know that. So whatever pops up, I mean, my motto is you got to live life. So if there's something there, I'm going to give it a shot if it looks fine. Yeah, I mean, you you inspired us, to be honest with you. We were just, <laughs> I mean, we were just talking, and we are like, how does, he, how does he do this stuff? Like, we half-assed so much shit, and you're just like, fuck it, let's do it. We're going all in on this thing. Yeah, so I, I feel like so many people are too self-conscious nowadays, like what people think about them, like like the whole red, like the paper airplane thing. Like at first I was like, I don't even know I want to go to Europe. Like it's paper planes. I'm like, dude, who cares what people think? Like I am who I am. Just go have fun. And so just Jason, putting Jason, that mentality aside and going with it. <laughs> it is what it is. Like just to be able to call yourself a world champion, dude, yeah. is so sweet. Like that's incredible. It's fun. It's a fun story I'll have in my back pocket for sure. A thousand percent. Like, do you, do you go on, a, on American Idol just to bomb or what? Yeah. Or maybe you're a good singer. Sure. No, that – so, like, actually going off that, I said, like, I don't really care what people think about me, but there's two things I'm self-conscious <laughs> about is singing and dancing. Absolutely not. <laughs> what, uh, what, just so – yeah. I was going to say, uh, what – so you, you, you work for FCA, right? Yes, sir. That's what you're doing out there in Kansas City? Yeah, so our world headquarters are out here. So we're just going through a week-long training. Um, so I work with high schools in Orange County. So I'm at five high school campuses in Orange County, but just came out here for the week for new staff training. I was supposed to come to this a while ago, but COVID hit. So right. coming out and doing it now. Uh, do you have any, like, inside tips on some high school kids that are going to commit somewhere, some high school athletes that are going to commit? Good question. Uh, well, they already commit. At LoSal, there's a few boys, I'm sure you guys sports already committed Malachi. He's a QB at LoSal. He's the number, Q, number two QB in the nation um, behind Arch Manning for class of 2023. He was at Oklahoma um, with Lincoln and then flipped with Lincoln. And then also his receiver, Malachi Nelson, or uh, sorry, Makai Lemon flipped with him as well. And they, they also have a five-star who went to, uh, committed to Oklahoma, but he stayed there as well. Right. Um, there's a few other dudes on the team who are younger, but I don't know where they're committing yet. Um, baseball team, I have uh, one kid who's committed to ASU, uh, one kid who's committed to Long Beach State on the baseball team. So there's some studs out there for sure. What, what are you uh, doing to work with these kids? Or, or like, what does your job look like when you're on campus? Yeah, so most of it's ministry. So digging into the word, like discipleship, doing Bible studies with them and whatnot. Um, sometimes I'll work with them. So I'm actually, you all know Solomon Williams. I'm helping him coach. He's a head coach at uh, Westminster, so I'm helping coach the varsity team over there. Oh, just yeah. one day a week, right? He is, yeah. So he was at Paramount the last three years, I'm pretty sure, um, and then just finished his teaching credentials. So he got a full-time teaching job and the head varsity coach over at uh, Westminster. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. So was, he's like, he needed some hands. So I'm, I'm over there just one day a week helping that team out a little bit. So, but it's rad. I love it. So you basically – you're like the mentor to the next great wave of athletes. Like you, you're a bigger deal than you actually think or than, than you actually say. No, I'm, uh, I'm not a big deal at all. And, and not, I love working with all athletes. Like definitely not all my athletes are going to play college ball. It's just, I love high schoolers. Just what society's telling them nowadays and the big decisions they have coming up. I love pouring into high schoolers. Um, so yeah, it's fun for sure working with, with, with the bigger name high schoolers, but I most of my high schoolers that I'm close with are just average high schoolers. Hey, you're talking to a few average high schoolers. <laughs> no, you guys are legends. You're the and we appreciate legends. it. Come on. 
<laughs> any any three sport athletes that you've been working with or no? Three sport. I got two sports. Yeah, uh, three sport. Yeah, I don't know. Were <laughs> you a three sport athlete guy? Yeah, not a big deal. Football, basketball, baseball. Wow, stud. I knew football and baseball. I didn't know basketball, honestly. And to Biola, that's the elite of the elite. Uh, not quite. Not a lot of people like me, to be honest, Jake. I, I will say, and uh, I appreciate you bringing it up. Hey, you don't tell anyone to go to Azusa, do you? APU, I would. I would never say that for. Yeah, anybody. I don't want. <laughs> I, I don't even know a lot about like the conference, but I just, I just have a feeling everyone hates Azusa. Is that fair? No, that's funny. For sure, yeah. If you're at Biola, you hate Azusa. If you're at Azusa, you hate Biola. Oh, that's that's the fun of it for sure. <laughs> when are you uh, when are you coming back from KC? Fly back on Friday night. So we'll be back in town Friday night. Are you having a good time out there at least? It's a good time. So uh yeah, training's all right. It's just eight hours of training each day, which is whatever. It's I'm learning a bit, but the weekend was nice. Got out here Friday night, Saturday, Sunday was a blast. Me and me and my coworker flew out early. We're like uh we knew the weekend was going to be good. Peaked Sunday night. Work came Monday morning and kind of just going downhill gradually. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's a cool, like, what, 10 degrees? It was 10 degrees when we left the hotel this morning, so it's pretty oh, chilly, too. Uh, yeah. What was your slogan again? You got to live life? Live life, yeah. Live life. That's, live life, dude. I think that. That's it. I like that. Don't, don't let it pass you by. You guys know. You, that's it. Come on. Don't let it pass you by. I like that one. That's, <laughs> Let's print the t-shirts. I think we're gonna print the t-shirts. Yeah, we'll print it. We'll give you. Some. There you go. All right, Jay. Hey, thanks for joining the show, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to come on with you, boys. Love what you guys are doing for the city. Thousand percent, dude. Keep keep doing your thing. Hey, live life and good luck uh, tonight. You're gonna be a superstar on TV this time. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you, boys. All right, All right. Thanks, catch Jake. you soon. Adios, later. Wow, that's a good message. What a guy. I mean, the biggest probably jack-of-all-trades guy that I know. I mean, literally, he does everything. He does everything, but it's also methodical, Paul. When Jake Hardy decides he's going to do something, he goes all the way in. That's true. You know? And too many people, they're out here, oh, I'll throw a paper airplane once. I'll, I'll dodge something once. No, 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 It's He's basically us... If we really gave it a hundred percent, we got all these ideas, John, up here. Yeah, we never follow. We through don't. With we him. don't follow through. We have no follow through. He's got the best follow through <laughs> I know. Let's go to a playoff he, game. Okay, we did that. Who's the guy that played basketball and football in the pros? And was like Bo legit. Jackson. Yeah, he's the Bo Jackson of like of niche. Yes. Of what do you even call these sports? I don't know. It. Ex, not extreme sports. What what else? What else do you think? Rising he, sports. What's the next thing that he's going to be good at? Can you put your finger on that? I one? mean, how close? He's got to be on the handball Olympic team soon. Ice. That, he could be very good at icing. What's it called? Is it icing? curling? Curling. I don't mind that. I could see it. Maybe it's, that's what he's training for. Oh, maybe. Maybe it could be. We should have asked him. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right <laughs> you got anything else i think it would be a good it would be a good human experiment to just well assuming he's not listening to this part of the show if we just like put him in 
in Norway for two years, mm-hmm. does he become the best curler in the world? I think he does. I think so. It would be, I, good, it would be a good social experiment. I don't see why he wouldn't be. The only thing stopping him is this goddamn beautiful weather out here. It's tough to cur- go curling when it's I mean, 75 and sunny out, John. How are you going to do it? He can't. He can't. He can't move to Hawaii. That's for sure, because, you know, I know the weather in Hawaii <laughs> yeah. is pretty good. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get to the rest of the show. Okay. All right, we got about 15 minutes. What do you think? First, a quick update for you, John. The Western Monarch butterflies are back in the news. Oh, boy. The Western Monarchs rebound, but still below historic population. That's the headline here. Okay. They rebounded to more than 247,000 a year after fewer than 2,000 appeared. Oh. I'm not sure if that's in California, in Long Beach. This goes back to our... Uh, is our boy, is he Is he talking? He's talking. The same guy? Same guy. Here's what I want to know, and we've talked about this before. Who's counting these butterflies? <laughs> And like, what if it's the same butterfly? How do they know that's not the same butterfly they counted like really 35 question. minutes ago? Yeah, that's actually. So maybe it is still up there. The historic pace is still going. What was it before? Do you what, remember? What Like, you know how, how, like what attracts butterflies? Like, like what tree? Or plant. Know. Like, where do they like to hang out? I don't know. Because maybe someone secretly planted a bunch of those in their, like, farm. Oh. And they're all cruising over to that. Like, maybe it's this guy's rival. The What's the expert's name? Uh, maybe it was a girl. Oh, it was a girl. Emma Pelton. Emma Pelton, yeah. She's a senior endangered species biologist with Searcy Society for mm. Invertebrate Conservation. Maybe Emma. That's Pel- a made-up title, John. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that may- can't be real. But maybe when Emma Pelton was on the rise in endangered species, she got an enemy, and maybe that silent enemy is just planting a bunch of stuff to get all the butterflies over to, to their place. That's a good point. I'm just saying, there's a lot of theories out there. I agree with you. There's no way to know. Monarch butterflies. This was the. Oh, here's the article from before. Monarch butterflies have been all over Long Beach this spring. That might not be a good thing. Remember that. Oh, yeah. And so they're back, but not as many. Okay. So that's good for monarch butterflies then, right? They're finally getting to where they need to be. I believe oh, it's in Mexico. they need to go down to Mexico. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure they mm-hmm. need to go back down to Mexico. I don't get... Okay. The Western Monarch Thanksgiving count revealed the highest number of butterflies in five years, but is still less than 5% of the 1980s population. So there was a fuck ton of butterflies in 1980, and now they're not as there's not as many. I mean, you don't have to be an expert to know the 1980s were a great time to be a monarch butterfly, Paul. Well, yeah, but here's what I'm thinking: we always make fun of the 80s people because the what they were on like uh, acid and stuff like that, right? Like all the <laughs> 80s babies were on acid. Were they? We're doing acid. I forget. We talked about that before. I'm pretty sure. So I'm thinking they. They were take they were dropping oh, acid. They, they were like butterfly, butterfly, mm-hmm, butterfly. Mm-hmm. But when that was there wasn't even an actual butterfly. Yeah, there. it might have been it might have been a street sign. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think that the count has just gotten so much better nowadays that 
It's more accurate. It's more accurate. I think that could be right. And before it was just like, oh, there's a butterfly. There's a butterfly. But now I'm freaking out because you brought up that point about what, how do they know it's a different one? Because I've seen what a monarch butterfly probably like eight times in my life, five maybe. What if I saw the same one every single time? You know, how long do these things live? I have no idea. I mean, it's a great point. I, I don't know. I, I don't see how they're counting them because even when they're in the air, how do you, how can you even tell? It's really got to land right there by you to so you can know it's a monarch. Are they counting caterpillars? Not caterpillars. Oh. Yeah, caterpillars. Cocoons and whatnot. Are they counting cocoons? Don't be counting your cocoons before the caterpillar. That's that's what I'm talking about. Uh, all right. I'm just, I just brought it up because it's nice to see that the monarch butterfly. We got to get Emma Pelton on the horn. Was, all right. I'm going to work on that. I'm actually going to work on that. Do you think Emma Pelton has time to take take our call? Let me tell you something about us. There isn't a... A duo that has talked more about monarch butterflies than yeah, me and you. You're right. So if there's anybody that can interview Emma Pelton, it's us. Well, we're the official show of Wipeout, and these these monarch butterflies don't stand a chance. That's true. So, All right. Uh, next, real quick, there's a seltzer land coming to Bixby Village Golf Course. Did you see this? Seltzer land. So it's basically like an Oktoberfest, but for seltzers. Ugh. Yeah, so we're talking. I'm tr- so anti-seltzer. Good for Bixby Golf Course. They seem to be doing some things over there. Oh, yeah. They got the world's best burger. Did we talk about that? Who does? Bixby Village Golf Course. The nine hole? Yeah. They have the best burger. Something like they They have this banner. That can't be true. They have this banner on this gate that says, like, the world's best burger. And they're all about it. And they emailed us and, said, and told me. I respect the shit out of that. Even if it's not true... <laughs> I mean, think about how many burgers there are in the world. Right. The just best to, ones at Bixby? Just to pull trigger and say that we've yeah. got the best one in the world, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it takes a moxie. That's for sure. It really does. Uh, all right, so there's a seltzer lane coming. It's February 6th, John. You got yourself Truly. You got yourself White Claw. You got all that good stuff. I don't know. When are we going to get over the seltzers? Are they just here for a good? Or do you like them? I don't not like them. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to go to a seltzer tasting. Yeah. If it came to me, I'd be like, yeah, let's get let blacked out on a nice little seltzer flight. Like, that sounds fun. But, like, I- yeah, if I was golfing and there was, like, you know, two girls behind a table saying, hey, we have free samples of seltzer, I'd drink it. But am I going to go to Bixby Golf Course for that? Huh? There's over 100 flavors. Yeah, cause, but it's, like... You think it's going to be the new wine? No. Are there Cause it's, hard no, it's seltzer like connoisseurs? It's like, isn't seltzers like kind of fit? Like yeah. It's not like, it's not like brewed or like. Are there seltzer sommeliers? No. Not yet. There will be. Do you think we could be Because no one above the age of, you, how, how long does it take to be a sommelier? A few years at least. Yeah, years. Seltzers have been around for like, what, two years? You're right, you're right. So we oh, we should have got in early. No one above the age of 24 has had more than 12 types of seltzers. True. We should have got in early and we'd be sommeliers by August. Yeah. I don't like... You're not a guy, yeah. It's not, it's not a sipper. No, it isn't. But it's not like you can't play games with it. Can you? You can, but it's not as... It's, there's something... You can't replace beer. It doesn't have the lore like no. beer does. 
Is it lore? Allure. Allure. It doesn't there's have no, the lore as a beard. You know, there's no connection to history. True. But maybe there will be, John, in like 100 years. Yeah. Are we going to be saying in 100 years, like, you know, White Claw, 100 years you know, of- You know what is disappointing, though, is when all these seltzers came out and all the beer companies all of a sudden had to pivot and invest. Yeah. Where's the beer company that just believed in their product? That's who I want to support. Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. Probably. The Voodoo Ranger Hazy. We'll be Uh, cracking that open. 35 bucks, John. Bixby Village, if you want to go. Okay, next. I don't know if you saw this. Real quick. There are fraud COVID testing sites out there. And all I wanted to bring up is it is um, it amazes me, John. We have these ideas, joking ideas, right? On our show to do, I don't know if we ever did COVID testing fake sites, but we've done stuff like that where we should do counterfeit stuff. It amazes me that there's people out there that literally go through it. That are doing it. Yeah, Yeah. they go through with it. That's kind of, we're half-assing it over here. (laughs) Yes. We got Jake Hardy's of the world doing fake COVID testing sites. But what does that even mean? Like, are they making money off of it? Probably. They say, hey, you got to pay 50 bucks for a for a COVID test. Yeah, it's test. probably cheaper, like for the people that can't get it, like the yeah. through insurance or something. Yeah. Hey, walk up, give me forty bucks. We'll let you know. That's 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 genius. It is very genius. It's the easiest thing to in, in per, like. What is it called to like mimic? Yeah. Just stick Impersonate. something up a nose and be like, Here, "Give us your email. We'll tell you in twenty four hours." Negative. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and then changing it up every once in a while. Positive this yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Just just f someone over. <laughs> skewing just skewing the tests a little bit. Uh, all right. That's all I got. Do you have anything else? I, I have more stuff. We'll run out a little bit. Of, we're at, run out of time here. We're running out of time. Well, no, we'll get to it next week. Okay. Uh, I got a quick show and tell. Can I do it? Yeah, go ahead. Quick show and tell. John tow trucks. Oh, wow. Well, think about a tow truck. So the car was created, right? Mm-hmm. But then like, oh, shoot, my car broke down. I can't get it, get around. Let's call another car that can take this car to wherever it needs to go. Yeah. But isn't there like a, is there just a never ending cycle? Like what if the tow truck needs to be towed? I think tow trucks can, can tow tow trucks. Oh really? I think they thought of that because you know, they didn't, they didn't just willy nilly invent a tow truck. There's a lot of thought that it went. Yeah. Had to be, had to be. So I think a tow truck could pull an 18 wheeler. Okay. I I was just kind of thinking of how they just kept making bigger and bigger oh, and bigger tow I mean, trucks. Maybe. And there's just like big ass tow trucks out there that can get like huge ass bulldozers. But to your point about show and tell for tow trucks, it's such a good invention. That's why I think I have so much confidence in them. That's such so true. Like it when you see a tow truck come over, all your worries are gone. And is, the guy in it, there's no one I trust more. Is there anybody better at their job than that <laughs> no. tow truck guy? No, what they was, know exactly what to do. I think it goes tow truck guy one, ace hardware employee two. Yeah. And I don't even think there's a close third. Yeah. How do you become a tow truck? <laughs> I don't know. I, They're so good at it. It takes them two seconds. Hook it on. They do mm-hmm. the thing. And then all of a sudden your car's up there. They probably know like 12 things in the whole world, but it's the 12 things you ask when your car needs to get towed. Yep. And they know exactly what to tell yep. you. Yep. Thousand percent. Gosh. All right. Uh, Quick night away of the week, John. This week, Nathan Chen. Keep your eye out on this guy. Okay. C H E N. 
C H E N. The ice skater. Ice skater. Oh yeah, my my guy. You're your boy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Winter Olympics are coming up here. I think so too. So, let's keep our eye out for him. He's a Long Beach guy, right? Or he like trains here or something? Or trains at Lakewood Ice? He tra- trains at Lakewood Ice. He's legit. He's local. I'm pretty sure he's like one of the best in the world. That's tough. What do you get? What do you do when when men's figure skating and seltzer fest is on the same weekend? Is that coming up? I don't know. Can we do both? <laughs> we might, <laughs> might have to. Uh, I'm. I think I'm gonna go to Chili's this weekend. If I'm being completely honest with myself, I think I'm going to Chili's. Well, to- toss an invite if you want to walk in with a local. All right. <laughs> let me <laughs> tell you true. something. I, let me tell you something about Chili's though. Great place. I don't. I don't think the server liked me one bit. Why? Oh, well, I was trying to make the most out of it. Yeah, that I wanted. To- I could see you though going in there and just being like, "Chili's, what a place, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and the worker's like, "This no, fucking it's guy." Because I was looking forward to it. You know, I don't go to these chain places that o- that often, so it's really a treat. And uh, I didn't want to watch CNN for three hours. Right, right. I had to ask for the move early on, and I think it set a bad tone. There's games on, John. You're the biggest football fan yes. of all time. People count on me for to, to right. explain the game to them. Right. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? That's it. John, yeah. life is greater than I know it. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your uh, shot. What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away our net, hang time. What you wanna do? Tell me, what you gonna do when I come through, bang? You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too far to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?